You're listening to the Bull Girls Club podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. I'm Kat. And I'm Tristan. And we're here to teach you how to feel worthy, wealthy, and wild. We're here to slash the stigma and shame around wanting more for your life so that you can finally believe you're worthy of the wealth you desire by taking risks and bold action. Listen up, babe. You aren't made for a realistic life. You are made for an extraordinary life. It's about damn time we spill the tea on our best kept secrets for stepping into your next level self. So it's time to stop being realistic, start taking risks, and rise up into your potential. It's time to take the leap, ladies. Welcome to the club. The Bold Girls Club. This bitch <laughs> leaves empty and I'm filling her back up. <laughs> there we go. I'm empty. Hold up. <laughs> oh, oh no, my God. Oh. Death by champagne. That would be horrible. What? Or maybe would death by champagne either be the most horrific death or the most glorious death? Maybe both. I well, don't Lisa know. Vanderpump says it's the fountain of life, so I feel like it yeah. would just it would rebirth you into the next life where you're automatically just sipping champagne from a bottle or something. Heather DeBro would agree. Hold up. <laughs> No, but Pat, like, I cannot agree with you more is like, there is such a connection between money and, and pleasure, not just in the sense of desire, but, but truly like, I think there's a direct connection between money and like physical pleasure, like sexual pleasure. They're so, oh, yeah. they're so interconnected. That's where our power comes from. That's where we literally create from. That's where creation comes from is that it from that like sacral place like you can't like be Hi. in our magic of creating our business. Hi babies. Hi Carmela. Oh you're so cute. <laughs> I want to see you sharing your champagne with her. What was which housewife was that? She yeah. <laughs> She's not into it. She's like no. She's like no bitch. I want my own class. <laughs> <laughs> No, but your, your sacral chakra is like that fluid receptivity, like that flowing, destructive, yet creative energy, right? So that is money. That is sexual energy. That is pleasure. That is desire. Like they're all interconnected. They're all interconnected. So it's like doing things to tap yourself into that energy, that sacral energy is going to blast open your receptivity to not only physical pleasure, but also like earthly pleasure with whatever it is that you desire materially, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same energy center where we carry guilt and shame, too. Mm. How convenient. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know for me, too, one thing that has blocked me from just receiving pleasure is rushing. Just not slowing down and just not being present mm-hmm. like it's totally possible just to sit and take a breath and feel pleasure in that moment it's possible to sit and sip your coffee or drink your champagne or eat a meal and savor the fucking taste like savor your bites like touch your body slowly like it's when I when I put um this pressure on myself to like do all these things and I'm going crazy and 
like thinking that I have to get everything done and that I just have to go, go, go. Like there's no pleasure in that. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely no pleasure in, in doing that. And it's just realizing that like I can slow down and I can breathe and I can be in the moment. I, I create better. I'm more patient. I'm, I get more ideas. I'm actually listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I go nuts. Like, I get all up in my head and I'm just like, ah! And I'm like, that's not sexy or pleasurable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there ain't nothing sexy about me running around like a fucking chicken with my head cut off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. That's almost been like the beauty of COVID too, has being forced to slow down. I was so much in the space of hustle, 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 do, 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 rush, rush, rush. And like being in the energy of scarcity, but not for money, but the energy of scarcity as in time. And now time is irrelevant. Time is an illusion. Time has slowed. So it doesn't matter. So like being able to enjoy my morning routine, be able to enjoy time with our partners, enjoy time in meditation, and just like slow down in general. And you're right, like the creativity, when you slow down, you get quiet, you get still, it all just flows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so right, Kat. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge part of like becoming a magnet too, though. Mm Mm-hmm is slowing down enough to like tap in with yourself what you want to create and also like a huge a huge huge tool that I use to practice magnetism is really getting into my femininity and being proud of it and loving it like loving the art of exuding sexuality and exuding magnetism and confidence and queen energy and not letting that be something that I'm ashamed of not being ashamed of the fact that like, I love feeling sexy in my body. I love feeling attractive. And those are all things that you can embody, mm-hmm. which makes you magnetic, which attracts your desires to you more strongly. Like when you feel good in your body, you're an irresistible magnet for everything that you desire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think too, that there's so much shame around being in that feminine energy, right? Like not that long ago, we were burned at the stake Mm -hmm. (laughs) for tapping into our feminine power, tapping into all of our witchiness, right? And now we're slut shamed or you're to this or you're to that. Like it's a hot, like it's this weird time for women where you're either too thick or too thin or too this or too that. It's like, are we allowed to just fucking be? It's and the be us? of the 20th century. Burning these hoes to the ground. It's not right. Right? Slut-shaming is the new Salem. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kelly. She goes, your energy is next level. Seriously, your growth in these last few months is insurmountable. Kat and I were just talking about your sexy ass the other day. You talking about me, girl? Oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, look at that underboob right now. Tristan, show that. No, for real, for real. This. this. <laughs> That's a nice underboob right there. It really is. Spectacular. I will cheers to that. Superb. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to the underboob. <laughs> cheers to the underboob. 
it's about not being ashamed of it. Listen, um, I love a, a, a sweet side boob. That's what gets me hot and bothered. Yeah, baby. The side, I, I do love the side boob. I love the boob is my shit. Give me them but titties. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> not, being, not being ashamed of the juiciness that you fucking have and celebrating other women's juiciness too. Mm-hmm. Not being jealous of it. Like I could easily be jealous of that under boob because I ain't got it, but... I'm not fucking jealous of it. I'm celebrating the shit out of your underboob, bitch. I love it. I love it. I want to motorboat it. (laughs) Get in there. I want to motorboat each of your fucking success and confidence. I'm starting to get a little tipsy off this champagne. This is what's happening right now. We've crossed. We've crossed over. We've crossed over. Oh my God. You guys, I haven't eaten anything yet today. So there's that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I had to stuff my face before this. Otherwise I'd be like, I don't know, upside down. I took off my pants earlier. I don't know if you guys noticed, <laughs> but that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, no, Kelly goes, it's hard to love. It's hard to love my boobs right now. One of my biggest insecurities. Yeah, I got you, girl. I mean, there's parts of, I mean, I would venture to guess each of us has parts of our body that we're not thrilled about, right? But it's, it's, it's about loving those parts and loving them as being part of, you know, not representing who you are and your value as a woman, but just being like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is mm-hmm. what I'm going to be too. This is how yeah. I'm going to show up. I don't need to look a certain way to be confident. It doesn't make you any more or less of a woman and it doesn't make you any more or less deserving of what you desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatever you're insecure about, I can tell you probably someone else is envious about. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. That's the truest yeah. thing. Yeah. Something I've been working on too to embody my inner queen is in the morning, just like talking to my fucking body. Like, what's up, bitch? I love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, just being thankful, like thankful for this, bo- like think about the human body and all the things it does for us all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Like things we don't even think about, you know, mm-hmm. and just celebrating it. Like, yeah, we're soul, but we're in this flesh suit, we're in this meat suit, right? And it gets to be beautiful. It gets to be celebrated for all that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like get to a certain place where like we want to feel a certain way or look a certain way. And a lot of times it's, it's not even for us. At least, at least I know that to be true for myself. Like I, want, I wanted to look a certain way so that other people saw me a certain way or so that I looked more sexy to, you know, my man or something like that. And it was all, it all came down to like how I wanted people to see me. It was never even, it never even came back to how I actually felt in my body. Mm-hmm. And exactly what you said, like we put our bodies through so much and it shows up for us. Like we get sick, it gets better. Like we, I had an eating disorder, like, I put my body through so much shit and it rejuvenates itself. Like celebrate that. Celebrate the fact that we can ebb and flow and do all these incredible things. Mm -hmm. Like not even just to fucking look a certain way, but like just because like, like it's a fucking gift. And it wasn't until I was able to reframe just how, I viewed my body. Like, it's not just enough something to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm working on 
being able to look at my body and just be, I'm, I still am not to that place yet where I can just look at my body and feel like complete love, mm -hmm. but I can feel into my body and think about the things that I put it through, <laughs> that I've gone through, that it's helped me through and be like, shit, like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Fucking thank you. And think about how powerful women's bodies are. Like boobs are so stigmatized as like these sexual things, but like it feeds children. Like our boobs nourish. It's the center of nourishment. Mm -hmm. Our vaginas that people get really grossed out about and think vaginas are gross. It's literally the birth of humanity. Like <laughs> we are like walking goddesses. Like think about from that perspective, our body, our feminine body does so much magic all the time. Oh yeah, girl, you're in that receiving mode. I see that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're floating goddesses right now. <sighs> what are we doing? We're just feeling. <laughs> but for real, like think about it. like we grow humans, we birth human life. This, the shame around us as women and our bodies, it's done. It's dead. It's buried in the ground today. I'm putting it in the ground. It's in the For ground. We're packing that dirt in with our six inch heels. Yep. And then stomping them down with the lubes. Yep. Yeah. And then Kelly says, I didn't realize the wound that's been created from not being wanted by my partner for, for years. Yeah, and girl, listen, this, I'm going to hit you with some, with some hard truth right now. How can you expect somebody else to want you if you don't want yourself? You got to want yourself first. That means all of you, every single part of you, every inch of your body, every inch of your soul, who you are. You got to want it all, good, bad. What you label as good and bad, you got to want it all. And just like you said, it, it is 1,000% of perspective because think about it. Some days you wake up and you're like, oh, girl, oh, yes, uh, uh, edges, angles, yes, look at me, huh? And you love yourself, right? And other days you wake up and you're like, fuck, who is this troll looking back at me in the mirror? It's perspective. It's all perspective. And this is why we're talking so much about like embodiment is that you get to choose who you embody on a daily basis. Some days it doesn't feel like a choice because that's how heavy in your shit you are. And that's okay. That's okay. But you get to choose who you embody. You get to choose that every single day. Coaching while tipsy is a fucking liability. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a citation. I'm going off the edge right now. <laughs> Can't be responsible for what we say when we have champagne. We we good. We good. We good. No, but then it it all comes down to also like where you're seeking validation from. Like, are you seeking validation from things outside of you? Yeah, you want your partner. You know, I want my husband to want me. But when that was my goal, when that was like the most important thing in my life. Not only was I miserable, but he didn't want me. <laughs> like, he was just like, ugh, like, you're not, like, he didn't think I was cute because I wasn't acting cute because I wasn't being, not because, like, oh, you're not cute, like, not because I wasn't being myself. Mm -hmm. I was looking for all these other things outside of myself to give me value. And that's not where your value comes from. Your value comes from the inside. 
your value comes from you. And if you don't see value in yourself, exactly like you said, ain't no one else going to see it because you know, when a bitch walks into a room and she values herself, you see that radiating from her. And it's because she practices it every fucking day. It's because she chooses it. You don't know what shit she's gone through and had to overcome to be that. Like we have to, it's a, we have to decide and we have to choose it and we have to work on wanting ourselves. We have to work on valuing ourselves from the inside deepest part of us, not just the way our body looks who we fucking are on the inside. And that's why meditation was so huge for me. I refused to meditate forever. I would, I was so stubborn about it. I was like, fuck this. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And it, and it wasn't until I like got over that and started sitting still with myself that I realized it's because I didn't like who I was. I didn't want to be with me. Hmm. And as soon as I switched that and was like, I ain't changing. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to magically appear in someone else's body. I can put on makeup. I can do whatever the fuck I want, but I'm still going to be me. So I might as well get used to it because I'm, I might as well start enjoying it. Cause right now I'm fucking miserable. Like it wasn't until I decided to fucking get to know myself and start to see value and start to celebrate we're talking about celebrating our fucking wins, how, even how small they fucking are. We put ourselves down for absolutely fucking everything, but we do one thing right, wrong, or we do one thing right and we overlook it and we're like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's not a big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and then what the fuck do you think you're going to value yourself if you're, if that's how you're treating yourself? That's what I was doing every fucking day. Like, hell no, I didn't see value in myself. So I was treating myself like garbage. Yeah. Like, you have to reframe it and you have to make the decision because you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're... Oh. Girl, <laughs> we're going downhill quick. We're going... <laughs> but I feel like this is a good rant. This is a good rant. Oh, this is good. This is good. It's riffing a rant. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's like what RuPaul says, how the hell are you going to expect anybody else to love you if you don't love yourself first? And it's like, woof. Yeah. And that means you got to be comfortable. You got to get present with how uncomfortable it is to look at yourself authentically. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to get comfortable with that. And let me say, you don't, you don't have to, you by no means have to, you are more than welcome to continue living your life the way that you are and to stay stuck. Like you're more than welcome to do that. But if you want to live an extraordinary life and you want to do shit that people around you have never done, this is the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the work. Looking it is the work. It is yeah. the work. And yeah. I will tell you from experience that I intentionally stayed stuck for a long time because I was so afraid of what I would find in growing. I was so afraid of what was on the other side of facing my shit. Mm-hmm. And I stayed stuck for years, years. Mm-hmm. And I look back now after making the decision and just fucking, you know, saying fuck it and going for it. Like, it is so much better on the other side. So much, like, I, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. 
but staying stuck in that mystery and just wondering what's going to happen if, you know, if I do start to go after my dreams, if I do start to, you know, getting to know myself, like, yeah, it's scary. It's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Kat, I can relate to you so much, so much, because for the longest time I resisted meditation because I was afraid to go inward. I was afraid of what I was going to find. I was afraid to really go deep with myself and get honest because for, for years I was, I've done self, I've done self-help for ever. Right. But I realized that I wasn't doing the shadow work. I wasn't peeling off the layers. I was just smothering up the shit with more shit and not working through my stuff and like going going inward has honestly been the greatest gift and like touching in with myself because not only am I more connected to myself, I'm more connected to the people around me. I'm more connected to clients and a queen reframe for this worth discussion around worth, wear your fucking crown, put it on. Instead of worrying about if someone likes you, Let's focus on, well, do I like them? Instead of worrying about having clients in your program, like remember, your program is a red carpet. You get to decide who crosses that velvet rope, who you allow into your space, who you allow into your energy. If you're focusing on how can I fit in, how can I stay small, how can I hide, Reframe that to how can I stand out? How can I show up authentically? And if you're worried about hiding your insecurities, well, how can you share your strengths? And if you're worried about, am I too much? Or am I showing up too hard? Like, (laughs) bitch, you're shining your brightest. I think I posted this quote yesterday on Instagram. It was like, the sun doesn't worry about shining its brightest. It'll blind you. It doesn't give a shit. I'm pretty sure I shared that. Yeah. 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 It's so good. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Are you gargling your champagne right now? What? Oh, you're singing. I thought you were gargling your champagne. No, I was singing, but I'm glad it sounds like I'm gargling something when I sing. I couldn't hear it. I just, I just, I just feel, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hear you. I just saw you going like this. <laughs> if I had a lighter, it would be lit. No, absolutely. And like, this is something that I would say I've really stepped into in the last year or so is I've got a big ass, it's, it's a big ass personality. It's loud. It is um, colorful. It's rainbow technicolor cheetah print explosion. It's like a explosion of Lisa Frank's closet. That's what I would explain my personality as, right? And for the last maybe three years or so, I really hid that because I was in my own business. I was fucking miserable in my own business because I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. I was doing what I thought I should be doing with the degree and with the education that I had. And I was fucking miserable. I was fucking miserable because I didn't get to be myself because the people that wanted what I was offering didn't want who I really was, 
which was a reflection of like me showing up fully, right? But the second that I was like, I'm done being miserable, I'm done. I don't care about what my ego wants about using my degree the way it should be used or using the education I have the way it should be used. The second I dropped all of that shit and I was just like, all right, cool. Who are you going to be? Who do you want to be? Turn the volume up as loud as you can. Be self-expressed. Live your damn life. Live your damn life. Never mm -hmm. been happier. Never yeah. been happier. Tristan, you and I went through a similar path in BLA. And I think it's funny that like we had hopes of connecting that we were both nutritionists. Mm -hmm. And then we both went like this <laughs> and pivoted. And I pivoted like probably three times and now we're both like this. Yep. <laughs> like went from, we both went from nutritionists to now we're empowerment coaches. Mm -hmm. We've spent thousands of dollars on education and said, fuck it, because it doesn't light my soul on fire. Mm -hmm. We decided to drop the shoulds around what we should be doing, what we should be creating, and decided to create a life that ultimately fulfills us and we want the same thing for you guys we want you guys to have the same fucking life you get to create it you get to create anything yes mm. it shows up so much like the journey you both have been on and you've just come more and more and more and more and more into your authentic selves and more mm -hmm. aligned with what you're here to be doing, it fucking shows. Like it shows up in your confidence. It shows up in just your magnetism. It shows up in your energy. People are more drawn to you. You're making more money. Like, mm -hmm. it's better, right? <laughs> it's just better. Yeah. Like, alignment really is a thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will bypass it and do the shoulds, and think that they have to. So for example, I was a nutritionist. I was like, oh, well, I have to have a weight loss course because that's what nutritionists do. Mm -hmm. I fucking hated it. Like, I don't want to count your fucking macros. I don't give a shit about macros. I don't want to do that. And every pivot, every detour, every obstacle has gotten me closer and closer to alignment. And when you are in true alignment, with what you're doing, with what soul calls, everything flows so easily and it's so fun. And it doesn't feel like work because it doesn't feel forced. Mm -hmm. And you don't feel like an imposter, that imposter syndrome. I mean, sure, every now and then we compare ourselves, like who the fuck am I to do this? But feeling like an imposter in your own skin, that goes away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It does, and like the shoulds, like let's talk about the fucking shoulds real quick. That comes from other people, that comes from society, that comes from our parents or whoever raised us, or us thinking that we needed to do a certain thing for other freaking people. Like the shoulds are not soul. Like that is not soul whatsoever. That's not what we're here to do. Like fuck the shoulds. Like if I wake up in the morning thinking like, oh fuck, I should do this today. Like I do the complete opposite. I'm like, nope. And that might be the little rebel in me, but like, I'm like, 
like, fuck that. Like, fuck the shoulds. I'm done living for the shoulds of what other people tell me that I should be. Like, it's not, that's not fun. It doesn't feel good. It, there's so much resistance. There's so much resistance and built up resentment. Resistance. Oh, that's my word. Isn't there so much resistance though, when you're trying to do the thing that you should be doing, but it's not what you want to do. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the shoulds. Fuck the shoulds. Yeah, no, this gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. It gets to be enjoyable. It gets to be pleasurable. So yeah, fuck the shoulds. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. I think even um, Joe Dispenza, like if you want to talk about quantum physics and like manifestation and quantum leaps, Joe Dispenza says each time you make a new choice that is in alignment with your future, you are priming your brain to install new neurological hardware to actually think, act, and feel like that person that you want to become in your future. Mm -hmm. And that's truly how you quantum leap Mm -hmm. into the next level version of you. That's the, I know like, yes, that's, (laughs) manifestation is very much a feminine thing, but if you want the masculine, if you want the science, there it is. I just gave it to you. It's a real neurological process that occurs. Every decision we make on a daily basis is a pattern. It's part of a pattern. And the, the trick is to figure out which pattern you're playing into. Is it your old patterning that doesn't serve you any longer, that is actually suppressing your joy and self-expression and authenticity? Mm-hmm. Or is it a part of the new pattern that you're rewiring? Because if you think about it like a fucking racetrack that maybe you have like a dog that runs the same track around your backyard and they just run this track into the grass and they keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Right. That's kind of like what our old patterns do. And so at this point, like all of those patterns are deeply ingrained and all you got to do to start rewiring that is pick patterns that are in pick actions that are in alignment with the new pattern that you want to be living your life through that actually Mm -hmm. feels good. That actually excites you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's why for me slowing down and going inward was such a big deal because I I could read I could like be like oh I, I want to change this and I could make a decision to do something but in the moment or like like if it came to like me and my husband like I could be like okay when we're in conversation and I lose my shit like before I should, like, if I just lose my shit and I want to stop doing that, I could go over here. I could read a book. I could get some coaching. I could talk to somebody, but in the moment I wouldn't do any, I I'd get right back into my subconscious. I'm at right back into my patterns. And I just be like, Bleh. and then later I'd be like, fuck, like I want, like, I couldn't change it until I started slowing down mm-hmm. until I started going inward, making the decision and slowing the fuck down so that I wasn't just like acting and reacting and just making this, the same decisions from my old patterns. I literally had to slow down and almost step outside of my body so I could see myself before I just blew up. Mm-hmm. And that's what going inward and meditating and slowing the fuck down and getting present. That's why that shit's so powerful. 
Mm -hmm. because it helps you, it helps make those decisions easier because mm -hmm. they're fucking hard anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I like to use the analogy, like alignment means taking the private jet to your destination where hustle means driving to your destination. So like if you're driving cross, cross country, it's going to take you a lot longer to get there than if you're taking the PJ and the PJ is a lot more pleasurable, right? Damn straight. Yeah. And like you said, Kat, like being in that forced state and that stressful state, if you're speaking in terms of like manifestation, that's forced action. Forced action is like what comes from ego. It comes from shoulds. It comes from logic. Whereas inspired action comes from here. It comes from heart and it comes from intuition and inspiration and ideas and like slowing down and tapping in is what allows that inspired action to come through yep. because you can't create and you can't manifest you can't create in the quantum field from a stressful frantic state mm -hmm. it's only in that place of calm and certainty yep. and doesn't it all come back to tapping into our authentic selves mm -hmm. and embracing who the fuck we are in all of our wildness and sexiness and craziness, embracing our fucking flaws mm -hmm. and everything. Like it all comes back to that. Yeah. And for me, like I've been doing so much rebranding that I've been playing with my Instagram handle and I think I've changed it probably about six, seven fucking times. Damn girl. And <laughs> it was a lot, but I was playing with all these different names and you know what last night and this just shows proof of that we're always working through this stuff we're always working through things right last night I changed it to my first name and my middle name because I was like I'm done trying to feel like I need to be this because this is where I I want to be right or trying to fit this label or trying to fit this no I'm just me and I'm going to own her and she gets to be whoever I want her to be, but I'm going to own her and I'm going to own her unapologetically. Yes. Yes. Queen. Yeah. That is sexy right there. Yes. Now it does say under the description, the OG abundance queen. You are the OG. Abundance Great. Queen. Cheers. Guys, I'm dry. I am tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, can we do one more thing before we go? Yeah, hit me with it, baby. Can we have everyone drop a win in the comment box, big or small, and we can Ooh, all celebrate cool. each other? Yes. yes. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> For real. It's just getting started. It's just getting started. You ain't seen shit. Yeah. Okay, put your perspectives. Bold girl club coming out wild, worthy, and wealthy. Um, I'm gonna need more champagne if we're gonna do this every week. I'm gonna have to have it start delivered to my house. You know what I really want? This can go on my millionaire list. Um, one of those like self-serve dispensers, but it spits out Chandon and Moet. Have you seen those? I have no. They're like the vending machines, but it spits out Moet and Chandon, like this, like the the baby bottle, like you have. That's what I'm drinking is Chandon. Yeah. Yeah, the little baby bottles. So you cute. need the champagne doorbell. Yes, bitch, I do. I do. 
yeah, guys, put your wins, your perspective shifts, things that you want to focus on this week, how you're going to up level your wealthy worthiness, your wildness, how you're going to let more of yourself out. Let us know. We want to see. Yeah. Like girl talk right now. Claim it. Claim it. Claim it. Claim it. <laughs> what do you guys want to claim? We can start with us. We'll get the ball rolling with us. Hmm. I made a declaration this week. Uh oh, this sounds sexy. It's really sexy. Are you ready for it? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> My declaration is I only live a life I love, and joy is my only job. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I love that one. <laughs> what about you, Kitty Cat? What you got? I love that, Alicia. That's sexy. I'm just getting into the habit of celebrating the fuck out of myself. Like, everything. And if I feel like pressure to do something, I don't do it. Mm. As soon as I feel it coming on, I'm like, nope, nope, that's not me. That's not me. And then I go do something that gives me pleasure instead. Love that. I just celebrate the fuck out of it. Do you know how much better it makes life World. to do that? Like, since I've started making that a, a habit every single day to celebrate the fuck out of myself and only do the things, like you said, that bring you fucking joy, like, life is so much better. Mm-hmm. And not just for me, for everybody. I have kids. Like, it's better for them, too, because their mommy's fucking happy. Mm-hmm. And they're happy. Like, this isn't selfish shit. Like, this trickles down to everybody. Mm-hmm. And literally just getting into the, just practicing that every single day, just to make that, like, just a habit. Just to make it so natural. Like that's, that's literally what I've been like, my main focus has been just making that become second nature. Kat, did you see the post, um, that Ashley shared today? And it was, my kids don't need a good mom. They need a happy mom. No, it's true. And it's not even, not just for moms. It's for everybody. Like it makes my relationship better. It makes me a better person out in the world. It makes me a better person for myself. It makes me a better business owner. What about you, babe? I feel like my only job is to have fun and play. And that is my access to freedom, fulfillment, purpose, passion, all of the things. I love the little after. <laughs> the little shimmy. shimmy. The little shimmy. Oh my God. All right, guys. I am empty, which is not okay. I need to go go grab my second bottle of champagne, and I need to have sex with my boyfriend now that I'm tipsy, so Mm -hmm. that needs to (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to celebrate you guys showing up fully, participating, asking questions, sharing your juicy visions with us, everything that you want for your life. It's sexy to get into desire and to get into vision for your life, so thank you for joining us. At the virtual penthouse party of the Bold Girls Club. (laughs) Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the club. The Bold Girls Club. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, babes. Cheers, bitches. Bye.
What's up, you magnificent queen, you? We have so enjoyed having you stop by for this episode of The Bold Girls Club. And if you are loving this podcast, you know what would absolutely tickle our fancy? If you dropped us a rating and review, some more fabulous females can find us. And if you have a fellow queen who needs to hear our message, that all women are worthy of living a life that gives them all the coochie tingles, then share this episode and tag us in it so we can celebrate the book out of you. Love you, queen, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Bold Girls Club.